Say It Loud Podcast Network, where black and brown voices truly matter. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. And I'm excited as I am every week because I get to like kick off, or I should say continue Women's History Month with two dynamic women. Um, one is best known for her breakout role as Tony Childs and Girlfriends and her latest role in UMC's Monogamy. And uh, this young woman wowed us in Blackish and How to Get Away with Murder. Together, this duo was starring in the new own drama. It's called Delilah. Delilah's a legal thriller. And I never heard of a legal thriller until, you know, just this week, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a Black female lawyer seeking justice for those who need it most while balancing her home life with her kids, her love life, and everything else in between. And I just got tired saying all of that, but I'm so excited about this show. And I'm even more excited to have Jill Marie Jones and Mara Hill to talk all about it. Welcome, ladies to just a thought with Sharina Thank, Thank you, you. For having us. And you guys can't see them, but I can. They both came with a red lip today and no one gave me the memo, but <laughs> I will not hold it. I will not hold it against them. Um, so so Jill, I want to I start with you because right okay. before we started this interview, we were kind of talking about what 2020 meant for a lot of people and, and there right. were some bright spots um, for some folks as we move through. And I want to, you know, when we talk about picking up work and being a working actress and thinking about how the pandemic cut a lot of these productions short, now you guys are here. How did we get here in the middle of everything well, that happened last year? I'll be honest. Well, first of all, there was a range of emotions um, for me in 2020. Um, like, I mean, all, the, a whole range of emotions. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, I haven't seen a friend since March, 2020. If, if I haven't seen you on Zoom, FaceTime, or I haven't worked with you, I haven't seen you. Like, I'm so COVID compliant, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, I'll be honest, like, um, Delilah was the first, I'm working right now on something, on monogamy. I'm working right now on season three, but in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but Delilah was the first job that I had in COVID. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was nervous. Mara can attest to it. Like, I was mm -hmm. like yeah so it was you know we're just in crazy times but like we were talking about earlier um COVID is horrible let's be very clear about it and what it's done um but I do see positives though too that have come out um of this time and um I just guess I'm just the type of human that likes to, I try to focus on the positive things in life yeah so um yeah so, so Mara, I'm going to move to you because, you know, you're coming off the back of, of a Black-ish and How to Get Away with Murder, these these big sets with with big casts. Yeah. And now we're smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. As as Jill said, did you have any level of anxiety kind of going into this particular project? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, um, you know, I, I like similar to Jill, I saw everything very positively. I was like, oh, you know, when it first when, when we first all had to stay inside, I was like, and, and oh, the birds, your birds I've never seen before. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> these dolphins are swimming through the Venice Canal, you know, like Venice in California, like what is going on? You know, I was like, something is, is beautiful about humans, like Jill is saying, humans not being out and about on the planet. You know yeah. what I mean? We get an opportunity yeah. to reflect and chill. And I was just very much 
in that frame of mind, like, you know, what is this virus teaching us? We need to learn how to transform, how to, you know, shift, you know, that's what viruses do. So if we could just learn how to do those things, um, we would be good. I was just in a, I was in a pretty positive frame of mind until, you know, I started meeting people or knowing people who knew someone. And then it was like knowing someone who, you know, was close to them. And then it was knowing someone. Yeah. Um, so then it, it, it got a little bit more um, serious and, and um, balanced out that positive point of view that I had about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of anxiety. I always believed that we would get through the end of the production. You know, I felt, I felt like it was a special story. It should be told and we, we would make it through, you know. Yeah, and it is, it is she's a special really, story. She's really that person, by the way. Like what you just said, no, she's really that person. Like she, yeah, you did feel that way. And I did. No, no, she really did. Like she yeah. really is that person. I'm over here like, you know, I'm like, I have my hand, my, you know, my, my, I have double mask on maybe. And then my hands up too. I was just like nervous, nervous, nervous. Oh my nervous, gosh. But, How could yeah. you breathe? I mean, listen, you can breathe, double it up. Yeah. You can breathe. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like when you, yeah. Listen, I mean, if you're someone who watches the news, I mean, if you try to stay up on things, I mean, it can be scary, especially yeah. when, I mean, I'm not as scared now, but like in the very beginning, I'm not going to lie. Like I was really, I was really afraid. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel that way now, but, um, but yeah, Mara, she was, she was always just like, she's, she's an optimistic person. Yes. <laughs> though Jill it was understandable to be nervous about that situation yeah I think that's cool that that she provided that balance too because kind of the yin to your to your yang in that instance and kind of speaking to that when we think about Delilah you know what attracted each of you to your particular characters and this script I mean I I I I, um you know the the there's not a whole lot of power just as an actor that you feel like you have on a regular basis so the so the the place where I assert my a power is in the decisions around how I will, you know, what roles I'll accept. There's some things mm-hmm. that I just, stories I don't want to be a part of telling. And specifically, you know, how Black women are portrayed, how African-Americans are portrayed just in general. Mm-hmm. So um, so, the, so the way that this woman was leading with her integrity and um, being an advocate for people that didn't have a voice and um, showing, showing up so in such a strong way for her children and her brother and her, you know what I mean? The, the people in her life and, um, and in her friendship prior to this season, you know, she was, um, she was doing that very well too. This one, this season, you know, presented some challenges in that regard. Um, but, uh, but, you know, just the kind of woman that she is, you know what I mean? I felt like, I felt was a good representation of what black womanhood looks like. And I felt like I wanted mm. to be part of, of telling that story. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think I just like murky waters. Mm. I feel like I just like women who are complicated. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. (laughs) 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 I mean, I mean, I, one of the things that, well, first of all, Tamara is, she's like this dynamic, um, textured uh, woman that, well, she's the, um, she's a lawyer at the largest law firm in Charlotte. Um, she's someone that you probably wouldn't want to go up against in court, you know, um, but she can departmentalize like work at home and, 
you know, she's a ride or die. She's a loyal friend. And like, for me, I feel like Tamara and Delilah, I mean, they're friends since um, junior high, but to me, they feel more like sisters, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, and so we've never really, I'm sure we've had some bumps in the road, like, you know, life happens, right? But never like this, what happens in this season. But I was just so, as an actor, just like, I jump in the deep water, girl. Like, I like, I like to figure out how we can navigate through all the muck. And so that really turned me on about um, the story of the season, but also to the show. And it's interesting you said that, Jill, and you talk about these murky waters. I want, I want to stick with you for just a moment. Okay. Because, you know, when, when most people look at you, they see Tony Childs, boom. And, you know, we see the complexities of that particular character. But I want to ask you, you know, in coming out of characters that maybe polarize in a way or trying to kind of move away from the typecasting bug that can, that can sting anyone mm-hmm. um, that plays such a dynamic role like that, what muscle did this series stretch for you that hadn't been stretched previous in any other projects you worked on? You know, it's crazy. Like, that's a great question, by the way. Like, what's crazy is, like, I don't see similarities in any roles that I've played, honestly. So I start from a a white sheet of paper, Mm. like empty piece of paper. For me, like in terms of Tony, say to Tamara, um, the only thing that they have in common to me is they have an amazing fashion sense. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's like, that would be like the only thing to me because anyone who's followed Tony and the journey on Girlfriends, they would understand if you're really paying attention, which I think most of our fans are, um, a lot of her actions stem from insecurity. Tony Childs is a very insecure woman. I mean, it's, she's very codependent and she's insecure and it stems from that. But Tamara, not at all. Mm-hmm. Tamara, I, she, she, I believe Tamara has always known who she is, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, for me, you know, it's, it's been really lovely to explore this woman who is self-assured and just realize, self-realize, you know, it, it's been really lovely to own unapologetically, you know, who she is. Yeah. So um, I hope I answered your question. You absolutely did. And I appreciate your response. (laughs) And, you know, Mara, I want to move to you and your character. She's juggling all these balls in the air. I get overwhelmed just thinking about her life and watching it play out in this series. You know, with all of that said, what do you want the messaging to be to Black women in particular who are watching this balancing act in real time? Because some people would argue balance is an ideal. It's not something that we can necessarily really achieve. It's more of how we can juggle versus how we can balance. So, so what's the messaging that you will want to, you know, your character to really shine through for people, black women in particular who are watching? Well, I absolutely agree. Balance is like, you know, you got to all just so perfectly get it on that level. Yeah. There it is. You know what I mean? And you got to keep on adding one thing on the others and the other and the other to make it just this perfect idea. Um, is what really what I think it is. It's this idea that there's something that's balanced about it. But I think um, 
Absolutely right. What, what's happening in this season and probably in many women's lives is, is a juggling act. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't always, I mean, you do it with the, to the best of your ability, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But it's not always easy. Um, as far as messaging goes, I think that there's a certain amount of, uh, there's this idea about sacrifice that has to happen. Um, you know what I mean? And, and I don't yeah. think that that's completely wrong. You know what I mean? There is something that has to get sacrificed. And when we talk about balance, like if you got a hundred percent of a thing to offer, then something's going to get 30, something going to get 50, something going to get 20, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that can shift, you know, at times. And I, I would, I would, I would hope that the messaging would be that, you know, that that's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That there's certain parts of your life that require more of you at this particular moment. And right now it might be your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you sit and you let your child go off and they weren't supposed to be there. <laughs> now you, go, you know what I mean? Like, oh, and, 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 and you have like, you have more than one child. So maybe one needs more that week than yeah. the other one needs mm. that week. And right. it's just, like you said, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, the, and then, and then, you, you know, if you, you have to be allowed to apologize and drop balls and you know what I mean? I mean, and, and come back and say, I dropped that ball. You know what I mean? Because we're human. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And flawed and just doing the best we can with every moment, you know, so. Which leads into my next question. It's almost like Mara knew what I, what I wanted to ask. When you <laughs> talk about sacrifice and, and things of that sort, I think about this series and we think about the juggling act that's taking place. And there's definitely a sacrificial undertow that underlines the entirety of, of what this series is. I want to ask you both, is there, is there a pivotal moment, professional moment that you can recall where you were at a crossroads where there needed to be either needed to be a sacrifice made or you really had to wrestle with the possibility of having to make one in order to move forward? You want to go, you want me to go first? Go ahead, you. I mean, I, <laughs> what? well, I mean, listen, it's, it's obvious. It, it was a hard decision for me to leave girlfriends. That was not an easy uh, decision that I made. Um, and I've, I've, I've shared this story before, but I'll share it again. But Girlfriends was my third audition in town in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. Um, first one I booked, the second one I didn't, the third one was Girlfriends. And so six-year contract, after that contract was up, I booked Girlfriends when I was 25, and then now I'm in my 30s. And so at that time, things are different now, but at that time, I'm not only a woman, I'm black, and now I'm in my 30s. Hmm. And I don't know casting directors, I don't know studio executives, like no one knows who I am. So I literally would be starting, I was green, and I'd be starting kind of like, kind of like a day one step, right? So I made the decision to move on, you know, because I wanted to do other things as well. But it wasn't an easy decision for me. So that would probably be my answer. Um, yeah, that was tough. That was a tough one, but I made the best decision that I, for me, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, um, I feel like, I don't know about the, the crossroads necessarily, um, but just being a mom, you know, I did make a conscious decision and choice to put, pour all of what I had into raising my daughter. And so we moved here when she was younger and there was, um, 
you know, I was at school with her and I was, you know, helping her. Like I wanted to pick her up. I wanted to drop her off. I wanted to hear about her day. I was doing all the things, mm -hmm. um, but came here specifically to pursue a career in acting, you know, but it was just, my choice was consistently what was best for her. So what got sacrificed, if you will, was my career. Um, I just chose to put her first. And then as she got, you know, as she was older, I wouldn't say that there was necessarily a sacrifice. You know what I mean? I'm still very present yeah. and, and as available as I can be. Um, but I'm not as available, you know, because I'm working more, you know what I yeah. mean? So, um, but the timing, the timing was good because she's much, 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 much older. <laughs> How old is she? How old is she now? She's 21. <laughs> I'm like, perfect timing. <laughs> Now I can get back to work. Praise the Lord. <laughs> one of one of the other cool things about this series that that I love is is the the way it explores friendship. And when I think about women BFFs, we can be a little complex. There can be some complexities to our friendships. You know, how do you think that you all's dynamic on screen plays into that? You know what? Like I was I'll be honest because normally when you do a show or a movie, anything, um, you know, you'll meet your husband first day. You might have a love, love scene first day. It's like, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Jill Marie. Oh, we're about to do the love scene first. Okay, I'm a <laughs> professional, let's do that, right? Um, and like, oh, we're to be best friends. Nice to meet you, but because of COVID, we got shifted, you know, we got pushed a little bit. So we actually got to really have that time mm -hmm. and we got to really become real friends, you know, um, which was amazing. And it was difficult because the season is not the happiest of, of us, you know? So I was like really screaming, like, can we get some joy? Can we get some joy? Like, you know, because I love her so much, you know? And so, um, yeah, it was, so I don't, I, I think our being, knowing her and being safe, we were able to really do some really great stuff. But um, yeah, we go through it this season, but I, I really wish we had a little bit more joy. But um <laughs> But it's, it's going to be really great. I can't wait for the audience to like see it because, I mean, I really think they're going to enjoy it. And also, too, I think hopefully people, hopefully friends will watch it together. Hopefully yeah. we'll have like girlfriend groups, you know, like that watch it yeah. together and be able to identify like, yeah, I remember when you did that. Mm -hmm. You know, like hopefully we have some <laughs> of that, too. <laughs> I love it. it. And Mara, you mentioned earlier when we were talking, uh, you touched on kind of, you, there are certain roles that you're not going to do um, yeah. for, for particular reasons. And with that same point, when we look at the scope of narratives that we're seeing about Black women, is there a part of our storyline that you feel like we're not seeing enough of or that needs to be fleshed out more? Um... You know, it's, it's, we're so like so many, we're so many things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't notice as much what's missing as, as the, as the over, you know, the um, over attention on some of the things I think that 
that could be stereotypical. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those things I think could shift towards, like there's so many facets to who we are. You know, one of the things that I love Mm -hmm. about the show is that there are even just many colors of us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like this, this show, we don't, we're not focused on any one, you know, um, experience. We're not, you know, there's um, Demetria, um, who was played by Susan Hayward in such a beautiful way, um, you know, and, you know, she, she brings a, a wealth of experience and, and, and a um, black college background, HBCU, you know, and then there's OZ um, who plays Harper and then Saikon Singblo, who is this Broadway, you know what I mean? Um, Broadway star coming to the show who just happened to live in North Carolina. I think just, I think if any of the characters that we have on the show were to explain you know, explore some potential thing that um, I think might be overdone, but it's not in the show because it's it's very diverse, mm-hmm. would be Saquon's character. You know, she's like somebody who's like, kind of doesn't necessarily have it all together. She's a hot mess, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just like, girl, I own this and I don't that. And, mm, I just need you to take the You know what I mean? She's like, show me the money and that's what I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, but but that's just uh, that's just what the story you know the story happens to be about this particular case and what she's going through. Um, but I think the diversity of who we are is is seen in the show, um, from the main characters through the supporting characters. We have some wonderful men on the show too. But um, you know, as far as the black female experience, I just feel like just blast it wide open. You know what I mean? And stay away yeah. from things that are stereotypical that could be destructive to our community. We don't want to be seen in any kind of one way, you know? I mean, I think that mm-hmm. sometimes we get portrayed, and I know this isn't specifically female, but, you know, you could see a man playing a gangbanger and now you hold in your purse whenever a black man walks up to you. That doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. happen in white America. You can see somebody doing white trash stuff, you know, playing a white trash role, but you don't assume that a white person mm-hmm. is white trash because you see them on the elevator with you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I just feel like, not that that's not a part of our story, that we should be complete and whole in the way that we present ourselves, but let it be that, you know, complete and whole and, and full of, of all that we are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as we, as we close out, I want to ask you both this particular question. When we think about the show, um, we think about it being Women's History Month. Um, what is you all's heart's cry for? For women in this current age, this current current era, mine would be that um, that women are just allowed to. I think that we need more balance in the world with women leadership. I think mm-hmm. that we, Stacey Abrams, showed us what it's like to let a woman. You know what I mean? To step in a leadership role and how you can turn the tide of a thing. Um, I think that there is a sensibility that women have, an intuition. A, a compassion, a nurturing that is lacking in the world today. And the world is, you know, falling apart at the hands of men in leadership. Um, so I would love to see, my heart is crying out for women to just kind of own their power and all that they have to offer and know that, you know, yes, you might have to sacrifice a little something. You can pick it back up later, but step into the leadership roles that you deserve to have so that we can make the world a better place, please. <laughs> Jill, what say you? You know what? It's like I have um, someone close to me in my life that went through uh, a tough time, you know, medically. And they're doing great. They're doing great now. It really, it really made me look at my life a little differently. 
Um, again, she's doing great. Um, but I have to say, um, I would love more real, authentic sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Authentic, real sisterhood. I would just love to see women really back in women, you know, yeah. and not just for the gram. You know what I mean? So I would love to see that. And also too, let's normalize like age. Like why do men get to age like fine wine? And like mm. women, like, like why do we like are put out to pasture? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, all my friends, first of all, I think every woman is beautiful, but like my friends are bad. They look <laughs> good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm just like, let's normalize age. Like, like, you know, 50 is hot. Like let's normalize this. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I guess that's what I would say. Like real true sisterhood. And also too, let's get away from, and by the way, I always say what your perception of me or, or your idea of me has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm my own person. And so I can dance and be free because I'm my own person. And so let's, let's normalize like what say I'm 46, what 46 is, 50s, whatever, whatever. And like not be held to some sort of standard or not hold yourself to some sort of standard, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Ladies, I thank you. That was so good. I just, ooh, I feel like I just had a nice full meal. I appreciate the conversation. Did we go to church? Did we go to church? We did go to I church. I appreciate that. I, I don't have a collection plate, but I, I will pass it virtually in love. I'll well, just pass send the pra- wine over. Just send the wine over. <laughs> and then little crackers. And then a little crackers. <laughs> well, ladies, I want to thank you. It's been a joy. And I just want to commend you both for all that you've invested in this industry. It doesn't go unnoticed. And thank you for just being such great examples. I'm so excited for Delilah. Guys, it's going to premiere. Series premieres. It premiered March 9th, which was Tuesday at 9 p.m. But you can catch it every Tuesday moving forward, 9 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys check this out. Whether you're a woman or a man, there's something here for everybody. So like Jill said, get your girlfriends together. Maybe drag your husband in the living room and make him watch it too. You will not be disappointed. Ladies, just before we close, how can people stay connected with you on social media and all the cool things you're doing? I think I'm on Instagram. Wait a minute. You think? Well, I'm just saying it's like, I okay, on Instagram. Hi, I'm Jill Marie Jones. My Instagram is, it's me, Jill Marie. I believe my Twitter handle is Miss Jill M. Jones, I believe. And mm-hmm. Facebook, I am there. I really don't know what that is, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find. I'm searching you on Instagram right now just to make. It's me, sure. Joe Marie. I know that for sure. It's okay. me, Joe Marie. So the 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 other the Twitter is what now? Let me just verify here for everybody listening. Um, Ms. Like M S. Mm-hmm. Jill M. Jones. I okay. Believe. Let's see if it's correct. Let's see. Yes, I think that is correct. Yeah. We are correct. No, yeah, no, the Facebook, I'm, I'm, I do have a Facebook, but I don't know what that is though. But No worries, guys. Google search it. That's what Google is for. It's here to help you. Mara, how can people keep up with, with you? I, I'm um, I'm just Mara Hill. On all, I'm just, you know, I didn't do all the cool things. Like I just like Mara Hill. 
I'm Mar I'm not on Twitter right now. I think I, I started it, but I didn't quite get on it. I was like, oh, so much information, so much information. So I, I might get back <laughs> on there though. But right now I'm not really on Facebook, but I'm on there. I'm mostly on Instagram and that's they're both Mara Hill. All right, guys, you heard it here first. Stay tapped into all the things you're doing. Two A's. Two A's. And you don't need a special name, Mara, because your oh, name is A's. really fun and it's spelled very fun. Three, so. three A's. Three A's. But, but two in the good. front and then one at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so she's fun in the front and in the back. <laughs> two A's and then in the back. Another A. <laughs> well, you both are fun. I thank you all so much for the time. I appreciate it. And all the best with this amazing series. I hope it lasts for years and years and years to come. And I know I'll be tuned in. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sharina Cole, in association with Sharina Cole Media and the Say It Loud Podcast Network. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio.com. And make sure that you subscribe, share, and rate us. And also, tell a friend. You can follow the Just a Thought Podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter, same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Say It Loud Podcast Network, where black and brown voices truly matter.